The Sunday Grill with Crane and Crane Insurance. To compare motor and home insurance quotes across multiple different insurers, see craneandcrane.ie. Well, my first guest this morning is a TikTok superstar and she is from County Wexford. She's over 350,000 followers. Shauna Devitt is from New Ross and goes by Shauna the Sheep on TikTok. That's going to be my first question. Why Shauna the Sheep? And she's part of a national consent campaign with other Irish TikTok stars and she joins me in studio this morning. You're very welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. This is where I ask you really silly questions about oh, TikTok. I, don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded TikTok about TikTok. TikTok about three weeks ago. Spent my whole weekend watching videos. Oh yeah. And then had to delete it. Oh yeah. It's very I got addictive. nothing done. Yeah, very addictive. Just watching various people do the same dance but in a different way is so addictive. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is about TikTok, but you're just <laughs> you just be sitting there scrolling yeah. and you're just like, yeah, it's it, like it's hours mad. go by. Yeah. So tell us about your TikTok. You're not long on it. Uh, no, I'm on it since July. Um, I suppose I didn't. I never had any intentions first going on there, being like, oh, I'm gonna come on here and I'm gonna get loads of followers. I just literally just went on, uploaded one video, and that got. A, a lot of views. What was the first video? Do you remember? Um, it was it was this trend back in summer, and it was like, um, "Who are you? I am you." And then it was like, "No, you're not." And then it was basically um, Irish people saying to Americans who claim to be Irish, ah, very good. "Who are you?" And then Americans okay. going back, "I'm you," and then they'll say, "No, you're not." Okay. So that got a lot so of views. That got a lot of views. Yeah. And what then your followers just kind of ramped yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and then I started doing uh, skits like Irish Mammies and that's when I seen my followers went like like skyrocket then. Wow. Um, and now you're up to, I, the last time I checked it was 351,000 followers. Yeah. What do you think you're doing right then? Um, I don't know. I, I suppose, um, I, I honestly don't know uh, what, I, uh, what I'm doing right. I Maybe just being honest mm. and uh, I'm I'm just real mm. really TikTok isn't really the place for those deep and meaningfuls like um, Instagram is yeah you know? I suppose a lot of people do just go on TikTok to have just get away from life and just have a little virtual reality life mm. in their little phone but um, yeah like some topics you can go on there and be like look Mm-hmm. and lay out the facts or whatever whatever you say and some things you're just like okay this isn't really for TikTok um, but I suppose it's becoming such a well known app now mm-hmm. and everyone is using it that uh, things can be brought onto TikTok mm-hmm. and be talked about and that's where this 100 consent campaign uh, has happened with the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre tell us how you got involved with this there's 22 uh, TikTok influencers yeah. doing it from all across Ireland um, well, uh, first of all, I got an email off Deirdre. She, she was lovely um, so nice. And she basically um, invited me up to Dublin um, to take part in this campaign. So uh, I obviously said, yeah, because it's a, it, it means a lot to me, this whole consent campaign. Um, and so I went up and, yeah, it just went from there. We had a really good day learning about mm. consent. And it wasn't... It wasn't like the really negative side about it because consent can be put mm-hmm. in such a negative way. And and you're in your leaving search year and there's been a lot of talk of consent, mm. about consent, especially in the last two years. Is it something that you talk about a lot or that you had an understanding of? Um, I, I, in my friend group, no, to be quite honest. It's not talked about a lot. Um, Whenever my friends will be going out now and or they're meeting a new boy, mm. I always make sure that they, if they ever want to do it in, 
to be 100% sure mm-hmm. and if anything ever happens to ring me straight away or if you feel uncomfortable just ring me I'll you know be like oh I have an emergency like mm. you know so I do like to make sure my friends feel comfortable when mm. this stuff is going on mm-hmm. so um, yeah so now you have to express it through TikTok. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to do that? Do you think have you thought about it? Um, I I have uploaded one video so far. Um, I've been studying for my oral, so it's been like go cra- go it, go. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy week. Um, after the camp, uh, we went up for the campaign, but um, uh, hopefully with um trending songs if I can link it in somehow mm. or like again skits. Um, I I uploaded one there and it was. I, I managed to make it about food so younger mm-hmm. people could mm. listen to it and mm-hmm. it's it's appropriate and it's not just mm-hmm. straight out there. Okay, um, so you replaced it with food. Yeah, yes. but people s- idea. could still understand the message. Yeah. yeah, good idea. And then TikTok itself and you're, again, 351,000 followers. What has done that for you? You're, what, 17, doing your Leaving Cert, is uh, that right? Yeah, 18. Sorry. No, you're, you're 18. All right, you're I'll all do right. it again. <laughs> you're 18, doing your leaving cert. You have the amount of followers that, you know, 20 somethings, 30 somethings would cry out for to call themselves influencers. Yeah. Have you started to notice that people are coming in, offering work for you? Um, yeah, I have got a, a lot of sponsorships and brand deals. Um, and surprisingly, people don't like that. When you're uh, when you're doing this kind of stuff, they because I've gotten comments um, saying oh, you're only using your followers for money, which I'd, I'd never do. Um, like I only ever started TikTok because it was fun mm. and um, I enjoyed it. Uh, and it like the sponsorships is really just a plus. It like what what I really love doing out of TikTok is making people laugh. And pe- I get so many messages that mm-hmm. I, I brighten up people's day mm. and that. Uh, I'm someone that um, they can go onto their page and laugh if they're feeling down and um, like it it wouldn't bother me if I got told in the morning that um, there was no more sponsorships for me like it it wouldn't bother me Um, and it's really just a plus but yeah it has brought in a few sponsorships um you're big uh, into piercings and yes. you're, you're the face of a piercing place, are yes, you? Yes, um, I'm a brand ambassador for Bee Pierce. Okay. Um, I, I, I just love them down there. They're, uh, and they're in the southeast, are they? Yes, they're in Wexford. Great. They're based in Wexford. So you have 14 piercings. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I want to go into that industry anyways. Uh, uh, That's what you want to do after your leaving surgery. Yeah, it? yeah. So it's tattooing and piercing that you're interested yeah. in. Yeah. Um, but at the, in the meantime, you were doing your leaving search, yes. so it's all go for you. Yeah, it's it's mayhem. Like I could, I could get something, uh, or I have to do something, and I could completely forgot because I have ten other things on top of me. But I am managing. Um, I am. I don't know how, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it was so lovely to talk to you. I never asked you that very important question: Why Shauna the sheep? Um, an old friend of mine came up with it years ago. <laughs> How do you feel about it now? Um, Are you okay with it? Yeah, no, I do, it doesn't bother me. It's like, you know, no one else has it, so. I know, but it's like that five-year-old nickname you get that you can never get rid of. Yeah, no, I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it. It's just, uh, people don't know my last name. <laughs> Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Remember. And sure they can follow you on Instagram as well yeah, and they'll yeah. see your name there. You've about, did you always have a big Instagram following or did that come from TikTok? Oh, no, that came from TikTok. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's in the twenty thousand mark, yeah. which is very good too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the Dublin Rape Crisis uh, Centre Consent Campaign is one hundred consent. The hashtag is that one hundred consent. So you can type that in to see what TikTok.
TikTok influencers are doing. And of course, over 90,000 daily Irish users of TikTok. Does that mean you have loads of international people following you as well from yeah, across the world? Yeah, I'd have, um, I have a majority of my followers actually from the UK. Where? And then it's um, Ireland and then I think it's like America and then India and then Australia and then other little countries. Okay. And who's um, the biggest TikToker? Who do you follow all the time? Ooh, um, I suppose the biggest TikToker now is Charlie D'Amelio, obviously. Oh, I even know who she is. Yeah. She, she was on Jimmy Fallon or something like yeah, that recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the biggest TikToker is Lauren Gray, but Charlie D'Amelio is like the talk of the town as of now. And why is Lauren Gray? What does she do that she's the biggest TikToker? Um, she, I think she was just on Musical.ly when Musical.ly was around and she was very good at all her Musical.ly because Musical.ly and TikTok are very different Oh now. yes, of course. So she was good at Musical.ly. So she did that and then yeah. everything went over to her. Yeah, and okay. now she's just a TikToker that, like any other famous TikToker really. Okay, well off we go back to our TikTok obsessions. <laughs> I get nothing done. Thanks a million for coming in this Thank morning, so Shona. And again, me. that hashtag is 100 consent for the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. Thanks a million. Thank you. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Well, the South East is being represented by the one and only Aidan Taggy Fogarty on tonight's Dancing with the Stars semi-finals. He's on the phone to tell us more. Hiya. Hi, Orla. How are things? Good, thank you. Did you think we would be at this stage of Dancing with the Stars? It is hard to believe, uh, Orla. <laughs> I did not expect to be in a semi-final, and I definitely didn't expect to be in a semi-final of a dance competition, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I, 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 I had two things in mind, and that was not to go out first and maybe get midway, but um, it's all a bit surreal to be in a semi-final, yeah. But I'm delighted, I'm delighted. Tell me now, you've never been in the final two, is that right? I have never been in the final two so far, and I'd like yeah. to keep it that way if that's possible. So I'd like to keep everyone voting and rooting for me, but uh, no, I have been in the bottom two. I was brought down to the bottom three one time and it was very nerve-wracking but I've avoided it all since so okay. yeah it's, it's, been, it's been good and let's do the stats what have been your highest scores so far? my highest scores was actually very early on in the season would you believe I think my highest score was for the tango it was 899 and wow. since then yeah yeah since, and that was the third week I think it was mm. and since then I haven't even got actually I got a 9 last week I like yeah so okay. I got a 9 last week but since then that's been my highest. I'm still rooting for that 10, that elusive 10 I'm still looking for. Tonight is your night, Taggy. <laughs> I'm hoping. What do you, is it, the, like, you know, is it because you're obviously a hurler, so your fitness comes quite naturally to you. Do you think that has helped with the dancing or have you just taken to it? Um, I think the combination of everything. I think my fitness has helped, yeah. I think um, my stamina and I think my work rate, I suppose, that I've learned over the years of hurling, mm. with the Kenny things like that, just to kind of like when you're when you're down and you're tired, you just plough on and you just keep going. And I think that's, that's what you have to do in this kind of scenario because you're learning a dance. This week I'm learning two dances, obviously, and you just have to put your head down and just drive on with it. And you have your ups and your downs. You're unsure about the dance, but you have to have the belief and confidence in yourself. And I think maybe that's what they've gathered over the years. Mm. So it's a combination of everything, really, you know. Okay. And so what is it, about eight hours a day that you're still doing dance practice? Of course, you have two dances tonight, so it's really revved up. Two dances tonight, yeah. Hours have revved up. I'm doing about, I start at nine now, and I finish at about 10 o'clock at night. And that's... Um, my my day could include VTs, which is uh, obviously camera work, mm. uh, in interviews, and then obviously dancing. And then this week, we're doing a trio dance tonight, which means another pro dancer comes in and she's dancing with me, so it's organised that. So it's just such a hectic schedule. It is crazy. So my hours have ramped up. 
everything is on a high. The TV itself, the interviewer for longer because of less contestants. Of course, yeah. So everything is ramped up and there's more dances to fill the time as well. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. You don't have to deal with the commute, obviously. They've put you up in an apartment. Is it a bit like the Gwail Talked? I see on your Instagram stories, you all seem to be getting on famously, uh, especially the ones that you've been living with. Like uh, Brian Dowling was there for a while, wasn't he? Absolutely. Would you believe right now and they're still living with me? Oh, yeah. So. Is he? He never left. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he never He's left, making so use of that a... city centre apartment. <laughs> We're all in a little block and um, uh, Granny was underneath me and um, Brian was above me and I was in the middle. And then when um, Brian got voted out, he, I had a spare room I said look Brian if you were in Dublin for a while whatever you want to do you can move in blah 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 so he's moved in with me so uh, Brian has never left so he's still, he has the best life of the law because he's not learned to dance but he's enjoying Dublin and he's enjoying all the scenario around it so he, he's living his dream So it is a little bit like the Gwail Talk you're all kind of pushed in together and having similar experiences it is, it is. And at this stage, we kind of go off and do our own kind of day's work. And then when we go home, I might call him to Grania and see how she's getting on. And we have a little cup of tea and we have a little catch up. And mine is there as well. And it's like a little community. Even some of the production staff are living in there as well. And Brilliant. we kind of cross paths and we come and go. So it is like, it is like a great, it's a great talk for dancers. If that's the way you want to put it. <laughs> it sounds like great ones for people who don't live in Dublin. Like a really nice way to get to know people. Ah, it is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, the only thing is, we're so busy dancing, you can't kind of enjoy the city centre, you can't mm. enjoy Dublin and the atmosphere because you're just... Oh, I don't know, going. Taggy. I've seen some of those Instagram <laughs> stories. I've seen you with some cocktails in your hand. Well, maybe, maybe the odd cocktail here and there <laughs> along the way. Yeah, just a, just a celebration on a Sunday night, maybe. Perhaps. Yeah, you yeah, seem yeah, to be sure. enjoying the hipster venues. <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. Brian is taking all the new spots in Dublin, all the hip, all the hip spots. Um, you yeah, won't know so yourself. You'll be wearing shoes with no socks before we know it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not drinking pints anymore now. It's all cocktails <laughs> oh, and uh, espresso martinis. Oh, That's the life now. Kenny yeah, will be yeah. disgusted at you. <laughs> they will, they will. <laughs> so tell us, the two dances tonight, what are they? Uh, the two dance nights is, the first one is the Viennese waltz and the second one is the salsa. So the Viennese waltz is just obviously myself and Emily and the uh, salsa then is the trio dance, which is a new thing that uh, the show are doing. Mm. So you dance with two partners uh, to this dance. Yeah, okay. so it's, um, one is kind of ballroom and the other is kind of Latin. So it's a, it's a mixture. So it's going to be hard to kind of get in from character from one to the other straight away. Yeah, so that's, totally. That's, that could be difficult. Yeah. And obviously because of everything that's happening, no audience tonight. That'll be strange as well. It will be so strange because we do a pre-rehearsal which have no audience and that's around half two in the day. So we run the show actually before the show actually runs. Okay. It's kind of a pre-rehearsal of the whole thing. But now it's going to be so weird and I was just talking to my partner Emily there, dance partner, and it's going to be like the buzz. You get a buzz off the crowd like anything. It's like sport. You get a buzz from the crowd when you're in the middle of the dance. After the dance is over there's a big cheer they stand up. It's just the atmosphere in there is just mm. crazy and it's just kind of it's, it's kind of in a little bubble. So you, you do the adrenaline is more and you actually give more to the dance. It's a strange scenario. You do. You give more to the dance. It's like showing up for a big game. Hmm. Yeah, you give more to So it's going to be such a strange atmosphere just to finish your dance and no applause or I don't know what way they're going to work it, but it's going to be just a bit, a bit weird, a bit strange, a bit empty. Mm. Okay. Well, look, best of luck with an audience or no audience tonight. You're doing the Southeast Proud. Uh, 6.30 tonight on RT1, is that right? Starts tonight on RT1, yeah, yeah, okay. and uh, yeah. Look, I'm getting great support from the southeast, Carlow, Kenny, Wexford, Waterford. I've messages I'm getting, and the fa Facebook and Instagram. It's been just surreal. So I'm getting I'm, I'm a lot of support down there. So I'm oh, grateful. You've been brilliant. I've really been enjoying watching you, and I've also been enjoying watching you on social media as well. Yeah, yeah, that's part and parcel of it. <laughs> well, look, best of luck tonight. We'll have all our fingers crossed for you, and do us proud. Uh, brilliant. Thanks very much. 
The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. As you know, we are on lockdown and that means staying indoors. So our Michelle Heffernan has had a look at some things that we can do while we are in our houses and I suppose around our gardens as well. Yeah, exactly. So a little bit of indoors, a little bit of outdoors. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you know... It's, it, it's, it's a tough time. It is a tough time. And I do think, I know my four-year-old, I need to think about ways of keeping her occupied as well mm-hmm. and also not passing my own worries onto her. And yep. so it is about keeping busy if exactly. we can. Yeah. And there's lots of ways of doing that. The first, of course, is everyone seems to have some sort of streaming media at the moment. So you can go trilogy crazy. Yeah. I, you know, you're rarely going to have this chance to sit down and actually give your attention two movies that have developed a story over a number of Mm. films. So I have listed some of my favourite movie trilogies. I know that the Lord of the Rings trilogy is all available on Netflix. God, Um, that is hours. These are some things that, you know, you could could barely pay attention to them in the cinema. You can now divide it into blocks, you know, and it can keep you entertained over a few days. Same with the Back to the Future trilogy. I loved that growing up. Toy Story movies, Jurassic Park. Never saw a Toy Story. Never saw Toy Story. I fear Toy Story a little bit. I didn't see the recent one and people are like, it's the best. And I'm afraid that I'm just going to not appreciate it as much as I did when I was a child. Yeah, my fear isn't the appreciation. I don't think I can take all the feels of Toy Story. Yeah, okay. Of I, people, I understand kids that. growing up. And yeah, it just all yeah, a little yeah. bit too sad. Okay, so maybe a little less emotional. <laughs> you can go into your comic book kind of um, superhero trilogies. You've got Captain America, Indiana Jones, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, Princess Diaries was something that I loved when I was mm. a teenager so there's definitely I think if you, you can even make a schedule you can look through your streaming service whether it's your Netflix your Now TV your Sky Go and say okay you know this part of the day we're going to do movie time and here's or even just give them options and see mm. what they would like to watch mm-hmm. um, so outside of sitting them in front of a screen it's obviously better to keep children occupied or active mm-hmm. um, I do think as much as they're going to hate this that now is the time to organise the house definitely you this know? is spring clean time it is spring cleaning time yeah. you know, let's be honest um, so I know that everyone's got a room or a drawer I have many at home that could really just do with being organised and I'm sure the kids have lots of things in their own mm. shelves and cupboards and playrooms that might be so you know sort of time set up a reward for them I would say. Um, otherwise, they are just going to turn on the television mm-hmm. instead of doing that chore. But, you know, um, while you're at home, you might as well get the place organised. Good um, idea. Another one I that I thought... I love this idea. Yeah, it's writing letters. Yeah, it's really Yeah, good. I mean, like, when I was a child, I, I even have, I have this little box at home where I keep the letters and postcards that I got as a child and I would have written to pals I made yeah. at summer camp, pals I made on holidays. And they're all just, you know, I'm playing outside or um, I'm reading this book right now or, you know, and mm. it's the kind of art that's lost. And why can't the child reflect on what's going on right now? Mm-hmm. You know, um, what are they doing? What are the schools saying? Who do they miss? Just write some letters. Um, yeah. And, you know, even if you don't post them, it's just a lovely activity to do. Yeah. And it's um, a real sit around the kitchen table. It is. Because as I've said many times on the Sunday Grill, the whole crouching down, having to play on the floor is something I'm not very good at when it comes to kids. Yeah, actually. Yeah. You, where whereas, if you could sit at a table yeah. and do arts and crafts, I'd be yeah. more engaged in that. I mean, you could have so much fun decorating your letters, yeah. drawing pictures for people, Fair. you know, like I said, making homemade gifts maybe for granddad or grandmom. Mm-hmm. Um, and another... I suppose kind of nostalgic idea I had was going through photos 
and photo albums yeah, and on your phone. you know and even <laughs> if it's I know on your phone like so much of us don't have photos anymore mm. um but look if they don't if they're not printed out you know, can the kids go through them on the computer or on the laptop and organise them and kind of say, oh, well, here's my photos mm-hmm. that I want to keep mm-hmm. for, you know, years to come and so forth. Um, but if you do have some printouts of you back in the heyday, I think they might really enjoy. Oh, I'd say so. I love looking mm-hmm. at pictures of my parents and then kind of, you know, trying to say what happened now and guess how old they were then. And of course, if you are an adult in a child-free house, there's lots of ways that you can entertain yourself as oh, well. Absolutely, and we're yeah. going to talk about the library in a few mm. in this hour. We're going to chat about what you can do in the library with one of the librarians from the southeast because there's so many resources I and love free the resources. Yeah, yeah, and so, all online, so you don't have to go to the library. Exactly. So once you have your what they give you a library pin. And you have a library password. So you'll have the long kind of 16 digit figure, I think, that comes on your card mm. and your own password. And you can access so much, whether it's books, audiobooks, magazines, newspapers, and there's um, universal class learning courses. So, you know, if you've maybe been putting off, like, I'd love to do an online course in child psychology or, you know, um, accounting or even just a, a, a personal well-being course. Now is the time that you can do yeah, it. And the idea. same with learning a language online. They have a fantastic um, online language learning platform. So and it's all available to you free through Brilliant. your library. That's great to hear. And we'll talk to Yvonne, who is a librarian in the southeast uh, during the show today, too. What do you plan to do now until March 29th? How are you going to pass the time, do you think? Um, <laughs> I like to say that, you know, my life won't change too much. I hope I think that um, might be a bit optimistic. A bit optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> I do do some work from home and yes. I will continue doing that. Mm. Um, but I think I will have to be like most people now, I'm going to have to be very organized about my time and make sure that I have some kind of social interaction, even if it's yes. over the phone, yeah, if it's idea. FaceTime, you know, mm. like my sister lives in France. We talk nearly every day. So we're used to staying in contact and it not being face to face. So just I would say, like, make sure that you're not too isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're like myself, I live alone. So I'm going to have to make that effort to have some social contact. Um, and then hopefully mm. there'll still be, do you know what? I actually feel like I've been putting off making my goals. Oh, me too. My life goals and my vision boards. A and my habit tracker. I saw one online right. and I'm going to do all the habits. Meditation. I'm going to do some flexibility stuff. And there's a room in my house that I know it's where all my lost things are. Yes. I am going to find you pens and jewellery. <laughs> stuff that's been missing since perhaps 2017. Yeah, you might even find money, you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So there's lots of stuff that we can so do. So look, yeah, like once you have, you know, we're still living in a smart age. You have yeah. access to the internet, True. you have access to the phone yeah. and there's plenty so of things you can do. remotely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, stay safe. We are living Best in weird luck. times. Best of luck. Talk, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Online. Hopefully see you soon. <laughs> The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Well, Paddy Flynn and Dahi Harrison, a.k.a. of Mountains and Men, are from Washford and Tipperary. And they made a pack to cycle from Sydney to Dublin, taking in the odd ultramarathon along the way. They headed off last September. We've talked to them a couple of times in the meantime. But as you can imagine with everything that's happening at the moment, their plans have been scuppered. And Paddy's on the phone with an update to their situation. Hiya, Paddy. Hi, Orla. How are you? I'm grand, thanks. Um, you're separated at the moment. Is this the first time you haven't been with Dahi in a while? Uh, yeah, it probably is the end of that seven months. 
<laughs> so tell us what you're happened. Getting withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> See, so tell us what happened. You, you, you're not meant to be. You're, as we said, you, you are cycling from Sydney to Dublin. Um, it's been going quite well, hasn't it? Yes, yes. A slight hiccup in uh, me and Marwin. He had to get um, a liver, an operation on his liver. Janie, what happened? Um, but besides that. Uh, he ended. He got a a parasite. He had been struggling with his health for like uh, maybe two months, mm-hmm. and um, it all came to a head in in Myanmar when he got a fever and we went straight to hospital and they diagnosed him with a, an abscess on his liver. So he needed to get a, a small surgery. He was in hospital for three days and then a three week recovery. Uh, but since then it was going well, and then uh, he got a follow up scan and showed the abscess was still present so that's why we're actually separated now he's he's just uh back on antibiotics and uh recovering a bit so okay so you're both in india at the moment yes we're in india and um now with the virus india has suspended all visas but we're we're okay because we're 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 in india but all the border crossings have been shutting down so there's no the only way to get to nepal now is by air Mm -hmm. which kind of defeats the purpose of Mm -hmm. what we're doing and also a, a logistical uh, nightmare, trying packing up bikes and unpacking them and and all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, we we made the decision today to suspend the journey, and um, as soon as the the virus is cleared up, we will come back to where we 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 left off and continue. Okay, so you're going to come back to where you are now in India, but where are you going? Where are you thinking of going home now, or what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, we think it's the best option. Um, but but there's, it really only happened like five days ago. This wasn't even a mm. uh, a thought, you know. And now there's all these restrictions came in, mm-hmm. and all Ireland seems to be uh, shutting down. And we mm-hmm. just don't want to get stuck somewhere. Yeah, don't yeah. really much use to our families, and they'd be worrying if we just get stuck in the country and and uh, can't get out or whatever. So. And what's your day to day experience? Um, like? Yeah, the world the world isn't going anywhere. Mm. Um, here in India, yeah, India have. Um, have um they have very low cases so far. I think it's like sixty cases, which is pretty okay. good for the population Such to have a here. Huge population, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, I've heard of uh, people in Vietnam, other cyclists in Vietnam, were part of a WhatsApp group, and they were saying like uh, guest houses won't accommodate them, shops won't let them in the door, stuff like this. So it's getting um, it's getting a bit out of hand. I suppose a bit of fear. Yeah coming into people. And are you experiencing well, anything like that at the moment? No, nothing like that in India now. Nothing like that. We are in northeast India, so there's, there's no cases up here yet, okay. more so uh, in the capital, New Delhi and, and down south. But, um, yeah, it's starting to spread a bit mm. around India, okay? Mm. Well, stay safe. I'd say your family are quite relieved to hear that you're thinking very seriously about coming home to Ireland. Yeah, yeah, they had mentioned it there before, but... Uh, we didn't think it was as big as a problem or in here in India it's not really so I think in Europe it's, it's really uh, mm. starting to be, be a problem so mm-hmm. yeah it's probably uh, right now it's a safe thing especially with Dahi uh, on antibiotics his immune system is, is going to be low and uh, doctors did say he would be at high risk if he if he was to okay. yeah. contract the, the, the virus so I think uh, for what's happening it's the best decision to make and as soon as yeah. uh we get the all clear, we can we can start up again. Because you're doing this for very special reasons. You're trying to raise funds for hospitals both here in Ireland and in Australia. 
yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So that's that's um, yeah, good. We can't um, we're not forgetting about that, and uh, we'll be we're going to suspend the donation page until we get back going again. Okay, All right. and then continue on. Well, I'd say you didn't expect to get home to Ireland just so soon. Has there been anything in the last few months that has really stood out? I mean, positive-wise, I know with Dahi getting sick, that's probably one of the worst parts of it. But what have been the great places that you've seen so far? Uh, definitely the best place so far has been India. That has been a big oh, surprise. Yeah. Uh, you hear so much bad bad stuff about it, but uh, oh, the hospitality here and, and lots of people speak English so you can have a really good conversation and get to know their culture and mm-hmm. and um, about them. Like yeah, I'm here in uh, Varanasi, and they cremate two to three hundred bodies a day on the on the river on right. the Ganges. So I was down there and I was watching families cremate their their loved ones yesterday, and it's just a uh, such a weird thing to see. Mm. Such a different culture mm-hmm. how they how they approach things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I think the main thing we've we've uh, learned is uh, there is no such thing as a uh, a disaster, or when things don't go to plan, um, something happens in a week later that wouldn't happen otherwise. You know, something good happens. So, yeah, taking it um, in your stride. There's no such thing as that. Yeah, there's no such thing as a disaster or or a, a bad event. Yeah, well, it all leads to good stuff. Good, good events. Good advice. Take care of yourself now on your way home to Ireland. Um, if you want to follow the lads there of mountains and men on Instagram and then their fundraising page as you said you're suspending it but if you want to see some of the photos there it's 2cycle28.com ultramarathons as well which I always thought was the not only are you cycling across the world you decided to do a few ultramarathons in the meantime how uh, Dottie yeah, is uh, I presume Dottie hasn't been doing many ultramarathons at this stage uh, he, he did the India one we done that we did that one uh, two weeks ago wow and was he um, okay he didn't do the Myanmar one okay yeah, yeah, he, that was before we we knew he still had the abscess, so uh, he was okay, yeah. Okay, well listen, but, uh, take care of yourselves. I hope you get to meet up again soon and make your way home to Ireland, and I'm sure we'll talk to you in the next few months. Yeah, thank you, Orla. Brilliant, Paddy, thanks a million. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103. Well, libraries are one of the many buildings closed to the public, but that doesn't mean you can't avail of their services online, of which they are many. Yvonne Smith is the Executive Librarian at New Ross Library in County Wexford and she's on the phone with more details. Hi Yvonne. Hi Orla, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, I hope you're doing okay as well. Yes, absolutely fine, thank God. Okay, good stuff. Now, the library... The library, we've talked about this before, Yvonne, the library has really seen a resurgence in the last couple of years. Um, you've really thought outside the box when it comes to a library being a place for books. And I suppose this is coming into its own now with what we're going through. Absolutely. Um, we have what we call e-resources now, mm. um, which help people to kind of, I suppose, borrow online um, and download various uh, different uh, books, which are e-books or e-audio books. But there's a series of e-resources that you can actually use and avail of with your library card uh, when you're a library member. Okay, brilliant. So can you become a member now if you're at home and you're thinking I need to do stuff? Can you do that online or do you need to be a member already? 
Yes, you can. You can join online, uh, go into our, our uh, Wexford County Council page library and click on online registration there. And you will be generated a number back, which of which that particular number that you get, you can send that number into the library hq at wexfordcoco.ie and in there the the staff will uh, generate a a temporary library card for you which you can avail of our e-resources. Okay, great. And as you said, it's e-books, online magazines, you have things like digital comics and graphic novels in there too. Absolutely. can even get their newspaper online. Oh, it's fantastic. There's such a range. You could start with, say, e-books as we've already discussed. There's e-magazines from Orbe Digital. Uh, They have... uh, a selection of 270 high quality magazines for you to choose from. You can also um, avail of digital comics um, through Orbe Digital as well. Uh, there's like top comics like Marvel's, Disney's mm. and all those there as well to download. Um, I mean the, 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 the list is endless. You can learn a language with a transparent language if you if you so want to do and also English is on that as well for anybody who's, who's trying to learn English as mm. well. Um, you have a choice of 110 languages believe it or not, um, through Transparent Language as well. And for those music um, uh, buffs, as we say, they can avail of Freegal, which is uh, the Sony catalogue, and you have access to over 15 million songs there, Sony's complete catalogue um, of legendary artists. And also there's about... um, music from over 40,000 labels as well. And you can also stream unlimited streams and you can download and keep five tracks per week as well. So you could build up your own little music library as so well. this is all free from the library? All free. All you need is your library card and your PIN number. And to if you were going to download the e-books, let's just say, with BorrowBox, what you need there is your library membership card, a PIN number, and you will need an active... Uh, email address as okay. well to set up that what we call account with BorrowBox. And am I and, right in thinking that yes. BorrowBox is for things like a tablet and an iPad? It doesn't work on a Kindle. It doesn't work on a Kindle, but if you have a Kindle Fire okay. or anything um, newer than a Kindle Fire, you can download Brilliant. BorrowBox on okay. that. It's the older devices, all of that, it doesn't recognise. That's my but, device, um, Yvonne, yes. After that, yes, it does. Okay, and like it's fairly easy to get a book on that. You're not, you know, sometimes new books come into the library and you need to put yourself on a queue to get it. Yeah, you will have the same queue and you will see when you when you download the actual app and you go in and you try to borrow a book, you will see bo- already borrowed or whatever. You can still place a hold on that book and you will be emailed um, with the email address that you set up on that account when the book is ready. Now, you may be a little bit taken aback with the length of time. It looks like you won't get the book until, but it works much quicker than what it says. Okay. So don't be phased and don't think, oh, I'll never get this book. But you what will. kind of time can it say on it? Can it say months, for example? Example. It could say weeks, you know, a ah, couple okay. of weeks, but uh, you definitely will get it. Yeah, Brilliant. and they would they do generate to buy more books when they see um, big Africa, you know, big uh, requests for mm. those kind of books. They will they will supply them. So it is a fantastic service, and the e-books are the same, or the audio books are the same. You can download and listen to the books. You know, a lot of people love to drive in the car with the CDs into their mm. into their system, and or even for children in the in the back of the car keeping them happy. Now you can put it on through your phone and, and play it. You know, so it's it's really fantastic. Wow, and like people are grabbing a hold of this because you know we hear of all different apps and subscription services, but people are using these services a lot, or do you think it's something that needs to get out there more? 
We well, there we have a great uh, take up on them here in Wexford Libraries. And can I just mention it's Wexford Libraries now that have yeah, of course. Uh, this, just so people don't think it's other libraries. I'm just talking solely yeah, about but Wexford they can Libraries. Check out their own areas as well. Absolutely, yes. Um, yeah, no, it, it has it has actually taken hold a lot. People are really working and coming into the libraries and asking us for, you know, obviously how do I download and whatever. So um, it, it is actually growing in, in, in popularity and we're happy with our, our, our take up on it. Brilliant. Great to hear some things to do over the next couple of weeks. Thanks to the National Library Service. But as you said, everything that you've told us about there uh, is to do with the libraries in Wexford. Where can people get more details on, you know, a, a good website to go to no matter where you are to find out what your library can provide you? Well, if you go into uh, the Wexford County Council page and you click on libraries there on the tab libraries, it'll bring you into the library page, which will show you all the libraries in your local area. You can just click on whichever library you are closest to. And from there, you can find out all details. And uh, the e-books, um, e-resources is the tab you will click on mm-hmm. for the e-resources and you'll find all the details there of each one. Um, just to let you know, you will need a library card um, to do to download or to avail of any of these e-resources. Mm-hmm. But so. you can apply for that online. And anyway. you can apply for that online, absolutely. Brilliant. Well, Yvonne, stay safe. Thanks for talking to us this morning. And that is Yvonne Smith, the Executive Librarian at New Ross Library in County Wexford. Thanks, Yvonne. Thank you, Orla. Take care. The Sunday Grill Movie Munchies with Odeon Waterford. Action or comedy? Sci-fi or rom-com? With a choice of eight screens? There's a film with your name on it. More at odeoncinemas.ie Well, when an attorney uncovers a dark secret that connects a growing number of unexplained deaths to one of the world's largest corporations, he tries to expose the truth. This is Dark Water. It's a true story starring Mark Ruffalo and so many other stars that don't seem to get a mention when it comes to the promos for this. Yeah. It's all about Mark Ruffalo. That is the voice from Kev of Kev from Sports Beat. It is unusual times when uh, someone from Sports Beat is reviewing our movie. And so much more. So many, so many more feathers are feathers. Well, you know, bows in my uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that phrase going. is. Yeah. I know where you're going. I know. I try and explain it, and then I can't even find the phrase to explain what I'm trying to explain. Maybe I should go back to sport. I don't know. Maybe, but just stay around for another few minutes. I need you. Let's have a listen to some of Dark Water, and then we will have a chat. Your grandma tells me her grandson some fancy environment lawyer down in Cincinnati. I am a corporate defense attorney. So? I defend chemical companies. Well, now you can defend me. How many did you lose? 190. 190 cows. You tell me nothing's wrong here. It's a small matter for a family friend. Help a guy who needs it. The farmer or you? That's chemicals, I'm telling you. I'm seeing documents I don't understand. They're hiding something. That chemical. What if you drank it? Drank it? It's like saying, what if I swallowed a tire? What if whatever's killing those cows is in the drinking water?
There you go, that is Dark Waters starring Mark Ruffalo and Hathaway in there too. Tim Robbins, who I haven't seen in anything in a long time, and Bill Pullman as well. Um, you went to see it in the Odeon in Washford. Um, as we said, uh, advised against going to social gatherings indoors of over 100 people. What was the cinema like? Was yeah, it quiet? There definitely wasn't uh, over 100 people there yeah, anyway, so we were safe. Uh, there was three of us went and we were all, did the whole dotted seat. Around. Yeah, dotted around. Yeah. So it was grand. So six feet, you're a good six foot, are you? Yeah, six so foot So are you four. people's measuring tape when it comes to social distancing? No, definitely not. But I, I wish I had the measuring tape to, to measure my leg room because I definitely had more than I would on a normal uh, night at the cinema. <laughs> oh yeah, that must in front be a tough me. one when it goes to theatre yeah, and gigs. I, yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, to be honest, um, the, 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 we went last night uh, and it was it was very enjoyable, I have okay. to say. It was, it was lots of space. Okay, good stuff. <laughs> Loads of place to put me food and snacks. I really like the idea of this movie. Um, yeah. I love an L true story yeah. of the common man getting some comeuppance. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, and it, it's actually um, um, Mark Ruffalo did something similar in that it was a spotlight. It was called yes. with the one about the Boston Globe yes. uncovering the 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 um, the scandal in the, yes. in the Catholic Church. Yeah, so he has a movie. he has a bit of a history of this. Uh, does Mark Ruffalo? Um, I really really enjoyed this film. Um, I thought if I if I was to give it any criticism, it was a bit slow to begin with. Okay. Um, but generally, um, it's it is a brilliant story. Um, it's amazing how I suppose on this side of the Atlantic we're not as aware of it. Uh-huh. So you think you're you're like, how have I not heard of this before? Like this is this is mad. Yeah, it's a huge story. It's a huge story. It's very yeah. like a story that we all know about the Flint Water scandal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is exactly and it, and and when you watch this film and you think it, it actually cuz i suppose the flint thing doesn't affect us mm. But when you watch this story uh, about uh, what happened in uh, West Virginia mm-hmm. and you think this is still happening right now. Mm. And so you kind of when you're as you're watching the film, you're kind of going, OK, well, like what's what's the state of play now? Yeah. With Lyndon, how so are things what was going happening? Where do we start in this film? So we start uh, basically um, it centers around um, this uh, lawyer whom Mark Ruffalo plays. Um, Robert Billet is mm-hmm. his name. Um, and he's actually starts, um, I suppose he's a man turned because uh, initially he's actually a defense attorney for the big chemical companies, mm-hmm. one of which is DuPont. Mm-hmm. And they have just uh, signed a new contract with his company, Taft, who he works for. So um, he kind of goes to his boss and he kind of says, um, you know, just, just basically what happens is he's in this meeting and uh, this local farmer comes to him from West Virginia. It says he knows uh, uh, Robert's, uh, Mark Ruffalo's grandmother. And then uh, that kind of starts a chain of events. He watches the tapes that he's brought and um, he visits the grandmother and they're basically being told about what happens in West Virginia. Okay, uh, where because, cows are dying. Yeah, we're from the outset. Uh, cows cows are dying. Um, I suppose they're, they're, there's a bit of a, uh, it's almost like a mad cow disease they're getting. Uh, they're kind of, he goes down and visits the farm and he's telling him that he's had over 190 calves die in the last two or three years or whatever it is. Um, and that basically that DuPont, this, this big company, this big chemical company, uh, who manufacture Teflon um, were the ones that took over the land and he thinks that they're dumping um, basically chemicals okay. in the water. Right. So that's where it begins. Yes, um, and as you say, quite slow, but I always think that true stories in movies are quite slow because they almost have to do everything as it happens. Yeah, and I know? suppose they do have to be, they kind of have to represent the, the difficulty in terms of, like what the one prop, the one issue I would have with the film is not so much that it's slow to begin with, mm. but that it's it doesn't really centre around the right thing. Like it's it centers a huge amount about his research and about how the amount of documents that Dupont sent him and how difficult it was and laborious it was to go through all of those, okay. right? Which you don't necessarily need that. Could can, be a sequence. It can be a sequence. Yeah. Whereas they didn't spend any time really on his uh, like the morality or the difficulty he had in turning. 
from a defense attorney for the chemical companies mm-hmm. to now suing the chemical companies okay. with the company that mm. he had just that had just secured a contract. So is it more about the ins and outs rather than a human interest story? It is kind of it's really more focused on the actual story itself. It doesn't okay. they don't really delve into the characters a huge like, amount. I like when they delve into the yeah, characters. Yeah, I mean we were we were laughing about it uh, coming out of the cinema last night because we were saying uh, like you do have the establishing shot of of Ruffalo and Anne Hathaway who's really really good in this mm. film by the way. Um, and their baby and they're saying grace around the table and we kind of said to each other right well we all knew they were going to be good anyway mm-hmm. because that, that was as much as we got like they are Catholic they're mm. or they're Christian they're mm-hmm. good good folks in, mm-hmm. in parenthesis and uh, that's kind of what we other than that we don't get a huge amount of backstory behind each and of the characters and do we get anything from Anne Hathaway or is she very much a minor character in this she is a minor character but um, as the story develops she kind of comes into her own a little bit and um, it kind of I suppose once once she understands the story behind what he's doing, mm-hmm. then she really she she does come into her own in it, and she is very much a minor character. But I just think she's what she has in it. She's she was really really good in it. Okay, good yeah. stuff. Um, would you recommend? Did you enjoy? I enjoyed. I would recommend uh, definitely. It was something I wanted to go see beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, so I kind of jumped at the opportunity to go mm-hmm. to the Odeon. And, and, is and this your sort of movie? And it is. Yeah, meaty, really. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich type thing. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I loved Spotlight as well. Mm-hmm. I suppose we're I'm working as a journalist, so it makes sense yeah. that I enjoy these kind of things. I enjoy the putting things together, the the investigative part of it. Um, it's not really a film that you would go um on a kind of a casual date night, or it's not something that you go to see with kids, or okay. it really is. It's 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 a movie that that demands your attention yes um, which we're not good at these days well uh, I think there's I think people are still pretty good at it I but, know, it, but they just have to be in the mind frame yes, I think you have to be in the mind but frame but I have though. often been in the cinema where you see a little light turned on two <laughs> seats away from you down there someone is checking their Instagram and I yeah. want to get up and take that phone and throw it into the <laughs> aisle it's the worst form of manners I think maybe maybe we should just um, <laughs> have some sort of you know what we should do we should have some sort of disinfectant bucket and you okay. put your phone into the bucket yes. you take it out yeah. and at the end of the film yeah, yeah. and then everyone can enjoy it without yeah. lights turning on yeah. but I do think it is the sign of a good movie if no phones go on yeah definitely people are really enraptured but, uh, but then again like a lot of those movies where you don't see the lights go on it's all action things are happening constantly this yeah. isn't one of those films okay. but the payoff is there because it is a brilliant story and mm-hmm. one of the best things about it is um, the I, I'm not going to reveal the ending okay. uh, in a sort of cliched manner but uh, they do use uh, people who are actually involved oh, in the case as actors to play their own roles okay. so there's a lot of cameos in it from okay. people who are actually there I like that idea it's a brilliant so it you just can go really home and home. get caught in a rabbit hole of this story of when it happened in real life though. yeah I definitely like that. Yeah, Great. absolutely brilliant okay here on the Sunday Grill we do black puddings okay um, let's give dark waters some black puddings you have 10 black puddings I have 10 black puddings yeah no white pudding okay are you from Cork yeah I'm white a black, pudding uh, no, white pudding is a, th- is a thing but I'm definitely more of a black pudding man okay. and I, I am you know there's only one place in Cork where you can get it yes uh, black puddings um, 8 out of 10 I okay. think it's 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 not the best film I've ever seen in my entire life because it takes a while to get there mm-hmm. but as I say the payoff is there it's a very enjoyable film especially if you're into that kind of Aaron Brockovich mm-hmm. style investigative films mm-hmm. you will enjoy it immensely if you're going on a date night or if you're going for something casual I'd say just maybe go see something that's a little bit less true and there's plenty of Mark Ruffalo movies out there we have mm. Spotlight available a Foxcatcher as well from 2014 mm. remember that one that's kind of same guys as well Thanks a million for coming in. No bars order. Thanks a million for having me in. Uh, Kevin went to see it in the Odeon in Waterford. It is Dark Waters. Eight black puddings out of ten. The Sunday Grill on Beat 102-103.